his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside, currently pretty calm. Partly cloudy, 29 degrees in Buffalo. Meteorologist Kirk Apfel joining us from the National Weather Service this morning. A mix of messy weather coming in later on today. And now there's a weather advisory, Kirk. Oh, that is correct. Um, well, we have some good news and bad news uh, from yesterday. The good news is it's going to be a slightly later start time today. Uh, so that's going to uh, help out with the evening commute. It's not that it won't impact it at all, but uh, if you get an early start, you stand a good chance of uh, getting uh, getting home before the weather gets real bad. Um, we have a wide range of snow amounts possible with this storm. Areas from Buffalo and to the south will get the lower accumulations. From Buffalo to the north will get the greater accumulations. Uh, we're generally in the Buffalo metro area looking at uh, three to six inches with higher amounts to the north and lower to the south. Uh, the worst of it is probably going to occur this evening when we have heavy precipitation that's going to fall as either snow or sleet in a lot of the area. And that's going to make for real difficult travel conditions and uh, hopefully something that uh, you could avoid travel during this evening. All right, so avoiding travel this evening might be uh, for the best uh, when we're looking at Saturday morning, some of the cleanup. Uh, where do you think uh, the shovels are going to be out the most, and how much might you be shoveling away? Uh, well, it, again, it, it depends on where you're at. One thing, though, to keep in mind, if uh, sleet, even though it doesn't uh, add up, as, as mentioned, uh, inches-wise, it's still very difficult to move. So I think no matter where you slice it, it's going to be a difficult shovel job. Again, we're looking you know, three to six inches uh, in the metro with a, a little bit more like once you get into Niagara County, we're looking at the potential for four to eight inches there. So it's going to be a really, really uh, sharp uh, cutoff for a, what you know a non-lake effect storm. There'll be a pretty wide range in amounts. But again, we're looking at some snow, some sleet, and that's going to uh, make it pretty difficult. Uh, the good news is for Saturday, we'll have some light snow at that point. Uh, it'll be all snow on Saturday, but only light accumulations during the day. We're looking maybe an inch or two. Uh, so most of it's going to occur over the um, over the night. Kirk, will there be freezing rain in this mix at all? At this point, it doesn't look like there's going to be uh, much, little if any, freezing rain in our area. Uh, when you get into uh, some of the Boston Hills and Southern Tier, there might be a few areas that get a little freezing rain. But this looks to be primarily a snow and sleet event for um, areas to get the wintry mix. And then uh, some areas of Southern Tier are just going to go over to rain. When you compare it to what happened Monday afternoon, evening, um, throughout a lot of the North Towns, is it uh, the same, more or less? Uh, is that a comparable uh, storm? 
Well, I, we're going to get a real good burst of precipitation with this, and, and actually there's more precipitation with this than with the previous storm. And we're not going to get hardly any freezing rain. That's good news. Uh, but the intensity, how quick it goes from rain to heavy snow, uh, will probably be the most dangerous part of this. And that will start off, it might seem innocent as a little rain and mixed with snow, but uh, it should pretty quickly pick up to heavy snow uh, and heavy sleet uh, once it, we get into this evening hour. So really between 5 and p- 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. it'll start, and then between 7 and 11 we're expecting the worst conditions. Kirk, thank you for the update. We appreciate it. Thank you. Kirk Apfel at the National Weather Service. All right, uh, watch out for that so a little bit later on this afternoon. 5.05 on WBEN, a fallen firefighter, remembered as a hero. Just a bright uh, young man with everything in front of him. Uh, just was married uh, over the summer, uh, had a three-year-old uh, girl at home. The family was very warm. They were very welcoming. Uh, firefighter Arno's siblings were there, his mom, his dad uh, were there, uh, extended family members were there, friends were, were there. Uh, uh, they certainly uh, were leaning on each other. We want him to remember for what he was. He was a hero. He's a brave, committed uh, firefighter. You know, he went into this job with his eyes wide open uh, to serve the citizens of Buffalo. And he's to be commended for that, and he's going to be honored for that. Fire Commissioner Bill Ronaldo, Mayor Byron Brown, talking about Jason Arno, who was killed in the line of duty fighting a four-alarm fire on Wednesday. The investigation as to how Arno passed and the cause of the fire still under investigation. However, Ronaldo and Ar- said Arno was inside the building when it partially collapsed due to what he believes was a backdraft. Downtown Buffalo will be dealing with the impact of that fire for some time. The Wednesday fire on Main Street that killed 37-year-old Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno is going to have a large impact on the Buffalo community for a good while, as the community mourns the loss of a local hero. Main Street businesses are still feeling the sting of the blaze. The 700 block of Main Street is closed, causing some businesses on Main to cease operations. Streets are all blocked off with access to the building, can't be in business. There's going to be a financial impact to that, trying to keep paying our employees through all that. So it's it's a setback, but I think any time a human life is lost, uh, you just don't want to have to be feeling too sorry for yourself. You just, you know, want to mourn the loss of a life. Rory Allen, owner of Zoom Buffalo Signs. While nobody reported any serious damage or loss of property, the loss of life of a local hero is on the minds of Main Street business owners. If there's any smoke damage, we'll be able to repair it. You know, my hope is that the folks at DC Theatrics, the building insured, that's just property damage. But I mean, I couldn't sleep last night thinking about Jason Arno and his family. David Horish, founder of Oxford Pennants, who is also donating all proceeds of online orders next weekend to Arno's family. Hear more from other businesses online. I'm Max Ferry for WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. 508, a spirited meeting in East Palestine, Ohio, just about a month after that freight train slammed into the community, followed by a massive explosion, the release of hazardous materials. Norfolk Southern is the company that owned that train. Their officials joined EPA representatives at a town hall meeting, and residents did not hold back. The kids are coming into this school. They have symptoms. They get symptoms sometimes increase when they're in school. Teachers are having symptoms. People do not feel safe. I think that we should be shutting things down temporarily out of an abundance of caution. 
lot of people are turning out for that meeting in East Palestine. The end of an era for one of Buffalo's most familiar faces. Howard Simon has been a staple of Buffalo Sports Radio for the last 18 years alongside co-host Jeremy White on WGR. You're going to stall for one minute while, no, I, while no, I send no, no. out the text. No, we have to go. I'm, I, I like getting to the breaks on time. Sorry. However, after an illustrious 33-plus years of sports broadcasting in Buffalo, he's deciding to step away from the business and call it a career. Where my life is, where my work life has been, how much the work life requires on a day-to-day basis to do this job. Just a number of things came together, and it kind of has felt like time for about a year or two, to be quite honest. But the way things are lining up, I just thought this is the right time to step away. Simon got his first sports job in Western New York back in 1989 at WJJL Radio in Niagara Falls, but it was in November of 2004 when he joined WGR to co-host the Morning Drive show with a young Jeremy White. I knew about Howard just because of Empire Sports Network. He was on that, hosting shows, doing everything. He was like the do-all guy. One day, our program director, Andy Roth, called me. I was working evenings at that time and said, don't come in today. You're not working tonight. And I was really scared. Like, uh, why? And he said, you're starting tomorrow with Howard Simon. And then they brought us in, introduced us, and said, get after it tomorrow. Go for it. While neither the Bills nor Sabres ever won a championship, both Howard and Jeremy produced some memorable moments in their 18 years on WGR, all while experiencing extensive playoff droughts for both professional teams in Western New York. Simon is hopeful he was able to make the listener's experience a fun one. I hope that people had fun listening to our show, that we were a daily part of their lives, and they always looked forward to 10 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever, on demand. I would love that. Boy, love listening to you and Jeremy every day. You always made me smile. But don't worry, Howard won't be going completely away from the airwaves. He'll be sticking around to continue picking the bills once the football season returns to Western New York. Picking the bills to win the Super Bowl. Oh my God, you're doing what? They're the best team in football right now. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Clouds will increase with some rain and snow arriving later today. Mid-afternoon across the southern tier. Later this afternoon, Buffalo northward will have the rain that will mix with and change over to snow as we head into tonight with several inches of accumulation, especially in the north towns, lower amounts across the southern tier. On Saturday, the wintry mix changes over to snow and then comes to an end with highs in the upper 30s, mostly cloudy near 40 on Sunday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Our legal expert, attorney Paul Cambria, joining us live. Live on WBEN this morning, we're talking about the Alex Murdaugh guilty verdict on all charges in South Carolina for the murders of his wife and son. The verdict came back last night. Paul, in less than three hours of deliberation, was that any surprise? Not really. I think that the cell phone recording uh, plus his basically lying to the police uh, really did him in. That's powerful evidence of guilt on his part, and I'm not surprised the jury uh, had such a rampant verdict. Yeah, I mean, it was quick, and it really was this, uh, you know, dog video, uh, right? Uh, One piece of evidence that seemed to be the piece that led to this verdict. Yeah, I mean, he says to the police, well, I wasn't there, and then his voice is heard shortly before the murders, and then his explanation of that is that he was you know, had some kind of drug dependency, pretty thin, uh, thin explanation. Yeah, I mean, it was to me and then that video that you're talking about, too, was on his son's cell phone. It wasn't discovered until I think a year after the deaths that this came up. Right. 
Um, but it wasn't just the video. It was the lie, too. And he admitted late in the trial when he was on the stand that, you know, he had lied about not being at the kennel, that he actually was there. Yeah, and and other things, you know, they had it. They allowed evidence, which might be an issue for appeal. They allowed evidence of his basically cheating his uh, partners and his law firm and his clients uh, under the theory that that was his motive. In other words, you know, I'll kill my wife and my son, and everybody will feel sorry for me, and they won't investigate, you know, my theft from my partners and and clients. That's a pretty thin one as far as I'm concerned. I, you know, as far as prosecution say, well, that's his motive. You know, there are a lot of other things he could have done besides kill his wife and his son, um, you know, to divert uh, attention. That's that's a pretty big stretch. And I think that that's going to be a uh, major issue on appeal as to whether it was fair to admit that evidence. When you look at uh, how this entire trial unfolded, I'm wondering, you know, from your perspective, how much the intense attention on this plays a role in what happens in the courtroom. You know, there's obviously the all the media coverage of the trial itself. You know, the, there's Netflix documentaries on the case uh, being put out as the trial is going on. Um, all of this happening inside the courtroom does that play into how the case is argued, uh, to how lawyers act, to how everybody acts uh, when yeah. they kind of have that attention? Yeah, no doubt. Um, intense publicity like that is always a very difficult uh, thing for defense lawyers to deal with, sometimes for prosecutors to deal with, but mostly for defense lawyers to deal with. And whether the uh, again, another issue is whether the jurors were uh, isolated from any of this publicity. Uh, sometimes we hear of situations where after the verdict is in, one juror will mention that another juror mentioned something they heard on the news during deliberations. And, of course, that would be a real problem. So, yeah, the, that's a hot issue as well, and uh, it makes it very difficult especially if when, when parts of it are televised. This trial was a good example of, of why you need alternates, right? Because I heard last night they were down to the last alternate for this case. Yeah, anytime, you know, it takes a while, uh, you always wind up losing jurors. Um, so these very long trials are uh, really an, an issue, and, and many alternates are needed uh, in order to get through them. He gets sentenced this morning. That's um, unusual. That wouldn't happen here in New York State, right? No, no. That's so different. You know, they do that in Ohio as well and some other states. In New York, there would first be a probation investigation. Now, not to give somebody probation, but the probation department handles those things where there's an, you know, an investigation of uh, the person's life and background and family and all the other things. So the judge has a lot of different things to look at in fashioning a sentence. And here the maximum, well, they did not seek the death penalty here. And uh, so he's facing life without parole. And I think it's, uh, you know, certain that that's exactly what it, uh, 
his sentence is going to be, um, you know, killing your wife and your child. Uh, it doesn't really get worse than that. Uh, Paul, this visit paid to the crime scene, um, you know, by jurors, I, it, it kind of reminds people a lot of the OJ case, right? How unusual is that? And I, I guess, how do you handle that as an attorney on, on both sides of this case? Well, I mean, it may be something you're welcome. I've, I've had cases where they call it a view. And I've had cases where I wanted the jurors to see certain things, especially if I thought that uh, something was illogical or impossible as a result of the scene, things at the scene, um, whether it be viewing, you know, some kind of identification or or what have you. So, um, no, that happens quite frequently. The jurors are taken to the scene for a view. In this case, I think it was the prosecution that wanted to take them. Oh, yeah, for sure. I uh, uh, There wouldn't be any basis for the defense to take them there. Paul, as always, thank you so much. And uh, a reminder, want to give that uh, plug once again. The Variety Telethon is this weekend. Where can people, uh, one, find it on uh, TV, and two, take part and donate to a good cause? Well, Channel 2 tomorrow, 6 to 11, and then Channel 5 on Sunday, and that will go all the way from 10 to 8 o'clock at night, Uh, and um, they can donate online. They'll be texting, QR codes, call us, talk to us on the phones, and uh, we'll be there. You know, it's a Buffalo event, 64, this is the 61st year So we're looking forward to a great year. All right, Paul, thank you. We'll be watching this weekend and donating, and we appreciate you joining us, too. That's our attorney, our legal expert, Paul Cambria. And you can find, you can already donate to the Variety Club Telethon before it hits the air at varietybuffalo.org. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.